BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. We got another solo epi coming at Chung. You guys really seem to like these because I'm an unhinged girl and I need a good like venting, ranting and raving sesh every now and then with my gals. So today we're talking about holiday hell. And by hell, I mean shopping. Tis the season to go to credit card debt. For la 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 I oh my god am in a spending cul-de-sac of emotions and turmoil um yeah I have literally been shopping for the last 72 hours straight and she is unwell I really I, I've had to take some time with myself to realize that hi my name is Taylor Strecker and I am a shopping addict we all know that I love wine, but I realized that like, I'm not really an alcoholic because like, I like wine, but like, I can control it. What I am is a shopping addict because the last 72 hours have proved anything to me. It's that I am out of fucking control. And I just want to state for the record that like, yes, okay, so I've been shopping for like family, my mom, my sister, my dad, my brother, my brother-in-law, my little niece, Scarlett. Um, and then of course, I mean, the bulk of my shopping is for my wife. So I don't know if this is like a me problem in general, or if this is like a me being in a same sex relationship issue. Because like when I was married to husband and I was like in straight relationships, heteronormative relationships, I could like keep my shopping somewhat in check. Because like when I was going shopping, I was like just looking for stuff for dudes. And it's like, 
none of those websites are going to tempt me. Like I would go on like Ralph Lauren and like only shop in the men's section or like, I don't know, J. Crew, Banana Republic, what have you. But now that I'm with a lady, I'm shopping in the realm of the area that I like to shop for myself. And honestly, it's fucking torture because there's like a lot going on in my brain. <laughs> when it comes to shopping for my wife, there's like, it's multifaceted, okay? There's like lots of different layers to like how psychotic I behave. So like the thing with me is I love, I live for fashion, right? I love clothes. I love to shop. I actually fancy myself quite the stylist. I mean, you guys know, you asked me to link, link, link everything. And for a long time, I was like, oh my God, so annoying. I don't work for you. And then this woman DM'd me and she was like, yeah, bitch, we pay your bills. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because when I put these links up, nobody's paying my bills. I put them up for free 99. And then I recently had a meeting about affiliate links and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) that's what she was talking about. Yeah. If I was doing things correctly as an influencer, y'all would be paying my bills with fucking affiliate links. But like, I'm a grandma, grandma, But I will say, and like, even when I was like 50 pounds lighter, there were still things like in terms of a fashion sense, like stylistically that like I like trends that I wanted to wear, but like, I just like knew would never look good on me. Like Zara has like all these like very cute, like jacket and shorts or like jacket and skirts and like, in like a silk, like matching, like cohort situations that are like toots cute, but like. I don't show my legs ever. Even my nephew, he was three when he said this to me. He was like, Auntie. Well, first of all, the first time he ever spoke to me, (laughs) he like came bounding into my bedroom that I was sleeping in, jumped into bed with me. Total breach of privacy. I was wearing like, I don't know, a tank top because that's what she likes to sleep in. I actually like to sleep naked. But when children are a boot, I try to like cover up a tad just in case they busted in the morning. And he like caught a glimpse of my tank top. I'm not really a tank top wearer. I usually have my arms covered. And he was like, oh my God, Auntie, your armpits are too mushy. And I was like, well, I can't wait till you go through a chubby phase. And I can tell you that your armpits look too mushy. Ah. Anyway, so I'm scarred for life. So long story long. Yeah, I'm not like a mini skirt girly. I'm not like a shorts girly. I mean, also shorts, like, I mean thigh gap can suck my dick but like I admire those outfits they're very cute like think Paige DeSorbo like oh she's my like style everything I love her like little cute cohort outfit she puts together but I just I admire from afar I see them on Zara.com and I'm like I wish but I could never and then I just keep it moving but now that I'm married to a woman and she's like a tall drink of water and slender as can be she's kind of like my doll which is like very exciting but it's like it's like if you had a Barbie doll you don't need a Barbie doll And you like loved her and you brushed her hair and you put her in cute outfits. But then like one day you had like a bad day at school and you like come home and you like take it all out in your Barbie doll and you call her a fucking hair off. Yeah, well, that's kind of my relationship with my wife. Like off the bat, I love that she's my Barbie doll. But like when I'm feeling really down about myself, especially physically, I want to just like decapitate her doll head. And I'm just like so angry that she can wear all the things that I could only dream of. I have this one jumpsuit. It's like, it's Zara, of course. It is navy blue. It has like no back. It's very sexy. Halter top. And you're supposed to wear it just like as is, but because I'm short as fuck, I have to like belt it and puff it over. But like still very cute. Drape a a little sparkly jacket over my shoulders to cover up my charms. That's chubby arms. And I'm good to go. 
but like after I wore that outfit, there was one time where Tay was like desperate for an outfit. I was thinking, you know what? It was actually it was for my sister's rehearsal dinner. She was like, I have nothing to wear. I need an outfit. So I was like, oh, wear that navy blue jumpsuit. When I tell you that like when she put it on, I was like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be worn. And she looked so fucking sexy in it. But like also I would be lying if I didn't admit that like that was hard. That's a hard jagged pill to swallow to see like your favorite outfit on your favorite person looking the way it's supposed to look like she's like being married to a fucking model. So I've had to do that's why I'm in therapy on on medication. Okay. So we have a new rule in our relationship where she cannot borrow my favorite things because like after she wears them, I'm like, well, it's ruined for me. Now I can never wear it again because I look like Quasimoda in it in comparison to you. So shopping for her (laughs) for the holidays is quite exciting. And in the beginning of our relationship, she was way more androgynous dressing. And like even I would even sometimes shop for her like in the men's section. Double RL is like my favorite destination to shop for her. Um, And for a long time, she was like, our styles were really different. So shopping for her like wasn't super triggering. But now this bitch has been ganking my style since Dossie and Bo's wedding. Um, Something happened to her brain and she like went on a crazy shopping spree at Banana Republic and got like all these gorgeous looks. And a lot of the stuff is stuff that like I could never wear. But like she started to like really dip her toe into my style section. Like, bitch, you don't need to wear a wide leg pant. High-waisted, wide-legged, that is for moi. Okay, you can wear whatever you want. Shorts, skirts, skinny pants. Literally, take a pick. Can you leave the one pair of pants, the only pair of pants I've ever been able, the only silhouette I've ever been able to look good in? You think now you're going to rock that? I swear to God. So now that she's like coming into my zone of fashion and style, it's really taking a toll on La Psyche. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by LifeMD. LifeMD has undeniably created a better and more affordable way for people to speak to doctors without, my favorite part, leaving their home. Yes, she is lazy and doesn't want to leave the house. And now, thanks to LifeMD, I don't have to. The days of depressing waiting rooms, awkward in-person visits, and confusion on who to call are all over. You can now video chat with a board-certified physician and get the prescription you need in as little as 15 minutes. 15 minutes, that's what I'm talking about. Here's the deal. So, in case you didn't know, my dad's a doctor, but, like, my dad won't prescribe me things because he is honorable and a man of his medical word. But it's, like, really annoying, especially when I have a cold because I'm like, Dad, I just need a pack, And he's like, I will, I shan't, and I can't prescribe you when you have to go to your doctor which used to involve like making a freaking appointment, traveling in the city by train, waiting in a gross waiting room, reading Highlight Magazine, and then like finally getting into the freaking office for what I already knew I needed, which was a damn Z-Pack, which was a freaking Z-Pack. And then I got to schlep back home and it's like, do you know how many hours I've wasted of my life having to do all that just to get the one thing I know I need? Well, with LifeMD, America's healthcare system is enabling doctors to reach patients in their homes through revolutionary virtual healthcare. No more schlepping into the city. I love it. Everyone has that one thing that they've been putting off getting checked out. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm talking to you. Well, with LifeMD, there's like no excuse. You can talk to an incredible five-star certified physician in less time than it takes you to fold your laundry. You could actually be like folding your laundry while you do it. And they help with so many different needs, ranging from annual checkups 
to lab tests to chronic conditions like diabetes and weight loss and more. My wife and I literally just had an appointment today to get test results back. And it was like, oh, like old school medical situations. We'd have to go back in the city and see the doctor. It's like so unnecessary. I'm obsessed with LifeMD. Finding the right doctor can be really, really frustrating, and it can be hard to even know where to like begin, but LifeMD's patient platform and apps makes this so easy now. All you have to do is select your symptoms, pick your preferred doctor, and LifeMD does the rest. What are you waiting for? Visit LifeMD.com slash Taylor now or download their app and see why LifeMD is America's trusted telehealth leader. That's L-I-F-E-M-D dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R lifemd.com slash taylor go there and experience healthcare the way it should be there's something magical about unboxing when you unbox britbox you uncover a world of british entertainment stream the uk's most brilliant series including new and upcoming seasons of shetland father brown and death in paradise plus new originals like payback irvin welsh's crime and archie the story of hollywood's greatest leading man carrie grant unbox britbox and escape to the best of british tv stream with a free trial at britbox.com welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now back to the podcast. So while shopping for her, there was like a couple of like really bomb outfits that (laughs) I found for her that I knew. I was like, they would never look good on me. But I'm like, you know what? She's my wife, not my client. And I'm not her stylist. I am her partner in life and love. And I absolutely didn't buy her things that made me feel jealous. Did I feel like a monster in that moment? Yes. But honestly, I think a lifetime of our relationship is more important than her like feeling good in an outfit for one goddamn second. So could I have crushed Christmas? Yes. But my jealousy forbade me. So that's part one of me being a monster over the holidays. So part two is when I found things that didn't make me feel jealous and I wanted to buy for her and I got her a lot of stuff, but like, I was like, oh my God, a robe for Taylor, a robe for me, one for Taylor, one for me. Oh, I'm going to get this cute thing for Taylor. And I'm being very vague right now, guys, because she does edit the podcast and it is not yet Christmas. So I don't want to like ruin the surprise, but like, I would say at least 50% of her gifts that I got her, I got myself a duplicate. So we can run around town looking like the fucking Bobsy twins that we are. Literally, we're like the poster for twins. She's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am Danny DeVito. And it also means that I've been spending double the amount of money that I could be spending. So like her budget has gone down increasingly because I'm like, but I have to get myself one as well or I'll be so blind with envy that I will ruin Christmas. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I like going to wrap the gifts I got myself and like put them under a tree and then open them on Christmas Day? Or do I just like stash them in a cubby and then like randomly when we go out after Christmas, just be like, oh my God, I love that for you. I also got myself one. Honestly, it's psycho. And I know you're probably like, Taylor, you're lesbians. Just fucking share. But honestly, I am the world's worst sharer. And I like don't let her borrow any of my stuff. So like how hypocritical 
would it be if I like got her all this great stuff and then I was like, and we're sharing. Like that's not going to fly. And honestly, I don't even want to set that precedent. You know what I'm saying? Because then that means like she can borrow my Chanel bags and like that's not happening. When we were at Saucy and Bo's wedding, I brought one of my Chanel bags and one night Tay wore it and the conniption I had. I mean, I almost, we almost got a divorce over her asking, asking if she could borrow my Chanel bag, which for the record, I've like never worn because it's like light silver and it's not caviar. It's just like the soft lambskin. So it scratches very easily and can get dirty. Um, and we always say like in our house, like, wear your pretties, wear your pretties. Like you don't buy beautiful things, expensive things and not wear them. But like, I kind of treat things like I'm hosting my own museum. So I was like, honestly, Tay, I haven't even like worn that purse. She's like, you've had it for literally a decade. That's on you. They haven't worn it. So I did let her borrow it for the rehearsal dinner. And then she like kept putting it down on tables and walking away. And I was like, I will literally rip your left and right tit off. Like she was, it was, I like couldn't even enjoy my time because I was so busy watching my Chanel bag like a hawk. There was a lot of red wine flying around. Lots of pasta sauce. But I think part three, the most egregious thing I've done whilst shopping this holiday season is... I went totally rogue. And this is how I know I'm a shopping addict. Like you get to a point where you're spending so much money. You're like, what's another 300? What's another 500? What's another thousand? So I was shopping on the real, real for Tay. I was like looking for like maybe like a vintage bag. Um, Cause we like to get each other like a big, nice gift or something. And so I was like, maybe I can find something here. Like if it's super, super vintage, like it won't be like outrageously expensive. And I'll like really wow her while staying in budget. So when I tell you I spent my entire Sunday on the real real, like I'm not exaggerating. I mean, I started in the afternoon and I went until well into the darkness and depths of night. Like literally Tay was like coming to bed and I was like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm on the real real. Like I'm in the zone. And I'm sure in her mind she was like, oh my God, she's on the real real for me. She's going to be giving me something amazing. She's in the zone. It's going to be so good. But the truth is I was not in the zone for her. I was in the zone for thyself. And you guys, oh my God. I came across a vintage navy blue pony Gucci bag that was like, for Gucci, so affordable. And in my heart, I knew that I should give it to her. Right price point. So fucking cool. And I was even like, no, Tay, like when you give it to her, you can be like, I really wanted it though. So like maybe I can borrow it too, whatever. But I realized that if I saw her wearing it, it would like make me want to punch her in her perfect uterus. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by K18. Are you ready? Okay. So K18 is a, wait for it, biotech company that creates clinically proven science-backed hair products. Yeah, hair, biochemistry. We are in the future. K18 is bringing you in the future of hair care with their leave-in molecular repair hair mask that reverses damage in just four minutes. Oh my God, I feel like we're in the Jetsons. So unlike most products that just cover up damage, this clinically proven breakthrough repairs, repairs damage from bleaching color, chemical services, and heat on all types of hair. The secret is their patented K18 peptide that restores strength and elasticity to your hair in the innermost layers. And since damage is ongoing, you can start fresh with stronger, softer, smoother, bouncier hair that lasts. It's no wonder they're leaving molecular repair hair mask literally 
went viral. I got to tell you, my hair's usually, I mean, it's always been pretty good. But after I was on tour for like, what? I guess I was on tour for like a year, year and a half. I was doing my hair every single night with like this heat wand. My hair was not used to it. And my hair got fried. And honestly, it has never fully recovered until K18. It's brought like the bounciness back into my hair that like other hair products said they like kind of make it better, but like don't really fix what's happened. But with K18, it can go back and reverse the damage you've done. And the best part, K18's easy leave-in fits into any routine. So you can repair daily damage with less stress and frustration. So what are you waiting for? Bring your hair into the future with K18 Molecular Repair available now at Sephora and Sephora.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And now, back to the podcast. Moral of the story is, uh, yeah, I guess I'm a little competitive. And, you know, she gets a gorgeous uterus, so, like, I deserve the Gucci bag. That is what I am trying to tell you. So yeah, I bought it. And also a little gripe with Real Real. Love you. Love your products. But like the final sale on bags thing is just like not the vibe. But I said, fuck it in the moment. And I got this bag for myself. And it's so gorgeous. And like, I feel really guilty that I'm not giving it to her. But like, I also am going to keep it for myself. Um, so that's a monstrous thing to do. And like, I've thought about maybe just like when it comes taking a look at it and giving it to her, but I actually decided that that would be way too selfless for me. You know, that like fable or parable or whatever the fuck it's called. It's like a little life lesson. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know those things. And you know, the story where it's like, there's a couple and they're very poor, but like they want to give each other the best thing in the world. So like the husband sells his horse so that he can buy. Oh, yeah. The husband sells his horse so he can buy a silver-plated brush for his wife's gorgeous long locks. But what ends up happening is he sells the horse. He's like so sad to see it go, but he's like, oh, but I'm going to buy her this amazing gift for her beautiful hairs. And who gives a shit about my horse? Because like this is going to be everything. This gift, like giving is better than receiving. So on Christmas Day, he presents her with this silver brush and she opens it and she's so excited. And she's got some hat on or something because he can't see her hair. And he says to her, I sold, she says, but how? 
how did you get me this silver gorgeous brush? And he says, I had to sell the horse and her mouth drops. And that's when she takes the hat off her head and reveals that she cut all her hair off because she cut her hair off so that she could buy a gorgeous saddle for his horse. And I think the moral of the story is supposed to be like, oh my God, that's love. Like you give up everything for the person you love, even your most prized possessions. But to me, the moral of the story is be selfish. Because look where they're at. She cut all of her hair off, can't even use the brush. He ain't got no horse for that stupid saddle. And they both are losers. So that's why I decided to give myself the Gucci bag. I can hear my wife literally printing out the divorce papers as we speak. But if that wasn't bad enough, then I start like looking for like, now I feel guilty, right? So I start like looking for really expensive bags for her. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta, get, I gotta really do something to like counteract this like Gucci shit I just pulled for myself. So I start like Googling Chanel pouches, which, okay, Chanel's outrageous, but like $900 for like a Chanel pouch is actually like kind of unheard of, like a pouch, i.e. a clutch. And who knows what the condition is and like who knows how big they are, but I did do the measurements and they seem pretty fucking awesome. So I was like, I'm going to get her a Chanel pouch to like make up for the fact that like I got myself this Gucci bag. Now I'm totally blowing the Christmas budget, but like whatever, I have a shopping addiction. The, w- the, the way I can justify things to myself is actually disturbing. I should bring this up in therapy. But as I'm looking at all the Chanel, I'm like, but I want it. <laughs> I can't buy it for her and look at it. So then I'm like constantly like, maybe I should just buy myself a couple Chanel pouches. What's a few thousand dollars in the holiday season for myself? Don't worry, I had some restraint. But you want to know what I did? I am so awful. I was like, hey, Tay, do you have any idea what you're getting me for my 40th birthday? Because it's a big one. And she's like, well, kind of, but no, is there something you want? And I'm like, oh, my God. I just found this incredible Chanel pouch on Fashion File. And I really think that you should get it for me. I hate myself. I am so I am. And honestly, I... I'm lovable because I know I'm an asshole, you know? I think that that's my most redeeming quality. Like, at least if you know you're a dick, it's like it kind of lessens the erection of your dickiness. That makes sense. So anyway, no, I did like a really good job with Tay, I think, this year. But the truth of the matter is, is that like the mental gymnastics I had to do in my mind palace to get to a place where I could like get her good stuff without making myself feel crazy jealous was truly psychotic and I just had to share with everybody because I just hope that I'm not alone in sucking at shopping for Christmas and usually I like get very nervous about Christmas because I do such a good job of shopping that I'm like oh if Taylor doesn't do as good of a job as me I'm gonna be like so angry on Christmas day but now I don't have to worry see it's a fantastic insurance plan because even if I don't like one thing that I open up under the Christmas tree from her I have like six gifts for myself that are fabulous So I actually really think it's a good strategy for those of us with no soul so that we can ensure that we can have a pleasant Christmas. And I wish that I could say that this is like a new thing with me. But the truth of the matter is, is that historically I have been a Christmas terrorist for a very long time. Just ask my mom, Babette. So I believe it was probably when I was maybe end of high school. I actually think I was older, which makes it that much more mortifying I was probably like in my, I was in college, maybe like right after college, so like early 20s. And I just created this little Christmas tradition 
where I would open my gifts every Christmas and I would have three piles. I would have a yes pile, I would have a maybe pile, and I would have a no pile. And the yeses, obviously, I would keep. The maybes were like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. But the nos were like, mom. Um, so all of these things I don't like. Please tell me you have a gift receipt for them. Sociopath. And the worst part, my mom acquiesced. She'd be like, yeah, I have a gift receipt for that. Yeah. And, but it wasn't just like enough for her to just return it and be like, that's okay, mom. I don't like the no pile. Can you imagine? I don't like the no pile. Just return it. No, 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 no. The beastifying of Christmas did not stop there. I was like, great. So happy you have the gift receipt because I would like to return it and then go buy something that I like from that store. And yeah, I'm still not done. And then if she didn't have a gift receipt, I would make her give me the money for it. Oh my God. I can't believe my mom even speaks to me. But also it's Babette's fault that she gets me every time she gives me a gift for anything. She literally thinks that I'm fucking Stevie Nicks and she gets me these crazy like carny folk Leanne Locken clothes. Like there's a lot of layering and a lot of mixing of fabrics and a lot of chains. Okay, well, I hope that puts you in the holiday spirit. And if you're a complete asshole like me, I hope this makes you feel seen and not alone. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, if you... Oh, I'm scared to say this one. Every week I say, if you love me, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. But, you know, after what I just confessed, I'm not sure if you are going to want to give me a good review. So, you know what? Honestly, even if you want to go on and say I'm the fugliest bitch you've ever seen, honestly, that's fine with me. I completely deserve it. But, yeah, good or bad, rate, review, and subscribe. It's like I say it all the time, but, like, you tip your bartenders. You give the baristas a couple bucks. uh, You always got to tip the Postmates. But, like... Rate, review, and subscribe is like tipping your podcasters. We appreciate it. And tis the holiday season to give. So all I ask from you guys is to rate, review, and subscribe. And if I don't like your review, I'm going to ask for the gift receipt. And if you don't have it, I'm going to ask you to pay me back for it. Anyway, that is it for me this week. You guys have a great holiday. And yep, we'll be back with another episode next week. I can't leave you hanging at the end of 2022. Until next week, guys. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.